I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with it's gonna be the girls are still wearing their clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gay thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm James. And I'm Tara. And we are your sexy swinging lifestyle hosts for today. We are here to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about non-traditional relationships. The swinger lifestyle has transformed our life. Meeting each other has shattered everything we thought about normal relationships. Maneuvering our way through non-monogamy has transformed our view on sexuality, relationships, and sex. We produce a show every week for your listening pleasure, and our sponsors make this all possible. We truly appreciate their generosity and everything they do to support us. If you're interested in sponsoring our show, contact us at sex.uninterrupted at gmail.com. Also, if you'd like to support us directly because you don't have a product or an ad that you'd like to put in our show... You can sponsor us through patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted. That is our personal donators page. We get monthly Patreons. We share some behind-the-scenes footage and a little smoke show. (laughs) So contact us at patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted. And if you like our show, get social with us. We're always available online. Our Instagram is sex.uninterrupted and our Twitter is sxuninterrupted. You can hit up our website, sexuninterrupted.com, for all the links and the deets. And then on to the smoke show. Okay, so I'm high. Me too. Okay. (laughs) And last last week we talked about THC, and I kind of rambled off on a point. I found the chemical that is in, that your liver produces when you are high. And so the, the... Compound is 11-hydroxy-THC, and it is produced in the liver after you ingest marijuana, and it is five times more psychoactive than THC, which is the reason why you get super fucked up when you ingest weed. Almost psychedelic high. Yes, it can be, which is super cool. Like edibles? Yes. Well, well, as you can tell, there's people in the studio. But this week, we have a strain from Broken Coast called Texada and Super or Super Lemon Haze. This sativa-dominant hybrid is a two-time Cannabis Cup winner. As the name states, this strain has real lemony characteristics. The smell is zesty, citrusy, and a little sweet. The effects are uniquely energetic and lively. May not be the best strain for those of us that are naturally wound up. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) this week we have not one but two special guests joining us james and i have always been curious about what a polyamorous relationship is like and have a few burning questions we wanted answered so we asked two lovely unicorns that have experience in poly relationships to join us on this week's show they share their experiences dating multiple people advice and tips for those interested in the lifestyle and discuss the difference between poly and other consensual non-monogamous relationships make sure to stay tuned to the end of the show and enter the contest on the sexy lifestyle network go to www.thesexylifestyle.com contest to enter 
and on to the show. So on our show today... Everybody's heard the giggles. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already in the studio. Um, so on our show, we have two special guests. Both ladies have been longtime friends of ours and part of TAR's Spiritual Slut program. They have experience in poly relationships and in the lifestyle too. Please welcome Kristen and Kim to the show. Hey guys. Thank Hi. you for having us. Thank you so much for having us. No problem. So, um... I guess, uh, since this episode is about poly relationships and me and Tara don't necessarily have an idea of what that's like, that's why you guys are here. Yeah. Um, so how has your experience with poly been? Um, I I'll guess... Let, I'll let Kim go first. Yeah. Um, poly has uh, been quite the journey. Um, it took a lot of time to get where I'm at, but yeah, a lot of it, um, well, it started out uh, uh, in a monogamous relationship and uh, we wanted to venture out to explore with, uh, like bringing home girls from the bar or meeting girls online and we just have them over to uh, Unicorn for us. Um, but our communication wasn't uh, at, uh, it wasn't where it, needed to be. where it needed to be. So um, over time, there was uh, things that happened in that between both of us that made that relationship fall apart. And I took some time to go off like by myself, figure out what it was that I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, and like just be myself for once in my life. And I had already known about um, my current partner, um, and what he was involved in so that intrigued me and plus he's just oh my god that because <laughs> he's poly he's yeah well his he's poly he's in the he's in the festival scene like we're we're around so many amazing loving people and it's it's just so easy just to fall in love with a lot of people <laughs> i get that so so we uh so we don't limit ourselves we just we just have the experiences that we want to have and uh, communicate them to each other. So this time around, it's a lot different. We, we have like open communication. We have uh, not, we do uh, uh, non-hierarchy uh, polyamory. So there what is, that, mean? that means that we don't have primary partners. We don't have secondary That's partners. That's technically a question we're going to have. Yeah, yeah. we okay. don't have any of that. Like it's a relationship anarchy. So that's what I, that's what I practice. Yeah, that's what I practice. That's what he practices. Now I also have another boyfriend, and uh, he and his wife are, have been married for seven years. She has uh, she has like multiple multiple people that she sees, and uh, and that's on her own accord. And she's allowed to do that. She's allowed to do whatever she wants. Well, all of us really, we're allowed to do whatever we want as long as we have the elevator pitch before we have like intimate sex with somebody and we always use protection. And that's the only thing that we have between all of us. So, so wow, yeah. you're diving into a yeah. lot yeah. there. Yeah, so. yeah, sorry. No, <laughs> no it's okay. Uh, There's like yeah. all of these, so. well, you're talking about a lot of things that we're probably going to ask you about yeah. uh, okay. along the way. And, uh, I feel not, like you have a lot more on this specific yeah. topic than I do, so please feel free to. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 what is uh, your relationship with Paul? Yeah. Like, what did you, how did you 
end up in a poly relationship? Um, I dabbled actually in poly as a teenager without knowing that it was poly. It was without the labels. I That's when I first realized I liked women or actually acted on liking women. So I was dating a girl and she was dating another guy and the guy and I, we clicked. So it was quite often all three of us would hang out and fool around and what have you not. It. But it wasn't necessarily <laughs> always sex though. Like we were all friends too. So mm -hmm. I think polyamory is very much so part of me without even realizing what it was. Um, so that was when I was much younger, 15-ish. <laughs> wow. so yes, yeah. Awesome. So this that realm isn't really it's it's not really new to me, but now I understand what it was. Um, which is very interesting now because I got into polyamory meeting Kim and another partner. And that did not pan out so well, but there was a lot of growth and learning experiences within that. And now I'm able to take both experiences and grow from that and realize that, yes, I am more on that poly spectrum where I like to sleep with my friends. It's not, you know, just show up and fuck. Yeah. yeah. True. We can but really like, and, and to everybody's point, like it's, there's nothing wrong with showing up and just fucking. Like, oh, no, definitely not. I, sorry, I should clarify. I'm not knocking that. I know for me personally, it's not my jam and I have a much better experience when I'm the friend route first. Yeah. yeah. We, that's how we that's how yeah. we do the lifestyle so it's almost in like mm, yeah. the same sort of spectrum where you're looking for friends first <laughs> and like you know um the sex is just a cherry on the top and that's just what yeah. makes it so so a little bit more special because you're actually getting to know the people more versus just banging it up and you know we've all gone that route like yeah. we've all said right oh definitely <laughs> and so um I, I guess, you, Kim, you already answered that question. Um, when you, um, Kristen, were in the polyamorous relationships, did you have a primary partner or was it just that you were dating both of them? Mm, the one as a teenager, well, I was only dating the girl, so that was definitely primary there. Um, and then with Kim and the other gent, I think initially it was supposed to be more like them just dating me. I don't know what that's called, the triad thingy. Yeah. Um, and then it went to like three separate relationships. Um, and again, a lot of growth and learning within that. So yeah, there was. That seems to be a... Yeah. yeah. I think that when you're exploring your sexuality, there's always a lot of growth and learning and yeah. yeah because a lot of times it's you're becoming authentic with yourself again definitely mm -hmm. and when you're doing that it's not easy no. i mean the world no. doesn't <laughs> no. really help those who who want to live their authentic selves it doesn't encourage that no, it doesn't. well it's just it's finding your truth and speaking your truth and owning those every little things need that you have it's owning every need that you have and, and communicating it and communicating it communicating yes it to you all can't like partners. people like mm. even you could be with somebody and then expect them just by giving them a look that they know what you're thinking no <laughs> no that it doesn't work like that I mean, you have to be able to communicate what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and what you're going to need to make it better, and not put it on your other partner to fix that problem. It's up to you to fix it. Yeah, definitely. So I, 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 that's kind of how we are. I mean, yeah, we support each other and definitely give space for sharing each other's like feelings, emotions, whatever comes up. But we also don't expect each other to 
to fix that no. either. No. Or you know, it's a lot of self love, right? Like it's it a lot. It's, it's, yeah. it's understanding yeah. and understanding is, yourself. Yeah. And yeah. like I've always said, it's like it's really it would be really hard to love somebody else if you can't love yourself. I couldn't imagine loving multiple people. Yeah. Right. Like you know what I mean. The love I have for her is insurmountable. And that's probably the main reason why we are not. And like for me, I'm not in a polyamorous spectrum. Mm-hmm. I have a primary partner, and then I have a bunch of friends. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like. Yeah. And but my primary partner is always um, like the sort of the glue that holds it all together. So that's why it's interesting to see free-flowing have you ever had more than just two partners like you're dating at the same time dating or having sex (laughs) you have three technical partners (laughs) let's clarify i have three i have two boyfriends and a girlfriend and uh so i live with my current boyfriend we have uh separate rooms i'm upstairs he's downstairs and he yeah and then we um and we have like i'll have guys over like that i want to bang and i'm like um i make plans ahead of time so he knows that i'm gonna have somebody over if he wants to talk about it he's more than like willing to to share with me how he feels about it and uh if he feels the need that he wants to make plans to go somewhere or have somebody else over for the same night, then we do that. And then after my partner leaves, then I'll go downstairs and I'll do him too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just a free for all fuck fest and we all love that. Um, but how, what's like, give me a number of how many, what's the max you've had at one time? What do you mean? Like just partners, a number, yeah, like partners. partners that I'm dating. Yes. Oh, it's well, it's currently right now I'm dating three people. Perfect. So. And Kristen, dating or having sex? Dating. Oh, one. One. Okay. Well, no, I guess oh. technically two with the pro- with the poly. Technically, yeah, there was one time it was two. But as far as yeah, no dating goes, I'm definitely more on the having one primary person and friends Deep. with benefits outside of that. Awesome. Is my jam. <laughs> that's great. Well, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Thank you guys for that great introduction. We're going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about... Um, Advice, tips, what it's like to be in a poly relationship. So stay tuned after the break. Sexy is back, and we've got it going on all the time here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Thanks for tuning in and turning on with us. You'll find answers to all the questions you've been dying to ask about sex and sexuality from a resource you can trust. On the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, you'll find amazing experts on love, sex, and relationships to guide you through the fun and fascinating complexities of human sexuality with a warmth and openness you'll love to hear. Let's create a sexual evolution together on the Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. 
Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. And welcome back to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. This week we are talking about poly relationships and have two beautiful guests joining us, Kristen and Kim. And they are sharing their their life, their experience, their advice, their tips about poly relationships because they have been in one, actually, as you as we just found out. So I wanted to know from you guys, what do you wish you knew when you started out as poly that you know now? Like, looking back, what do you wish you knew at first? How much time it was going to be? <laughs> oh, yes, man. That it's not, not all about sex. That, yeah, that it's not all about sex. I wish that I knew how to communicate better um, before I got be, before I got into doing all of this. Better it's, communication yeah, way skills. Way better communication skills, yeah. Knowing what I wanted and... Uh, well, okay, so did you start out lifestyle, then went poly, yes. or did you just go straight poly? No, I went lifestyle, and then I went poly. Okay. Yeah. It was opposite so, for me, yeah. Poly, so like, lifestyle, lifestyle kind of led you into that, and in your lifestyle, in the lifestyle life, did that progress into like more friends with benefits sort of aspects? Yes. So yes, it was it always sort of like you have your primary partner and then you were going and playing with people. Well, were you playing actually, a part? We were we were not playing a part, no, we were not at all. It was um, it was not something that I was comfortable with, uh, because of my own insecurities that I had with with myself. So that wasn't something that I could do. It um, it took it took um, it took allowing myself to really understand the the relationship between two people and how it's it's better for you to go after the things that you want to do and not be restricted in that way. So, so it takes a lot to realize. Yeah, it did. It took a lot oh, to realize. Yeah. Well, and you had to go to through all the ups and downs of yeah. even like the lifestyle. Like we talk about it all. It's always an ebb and flow. It's gonna be. You're gonna have okay. to great moments and. So aside from. Better communication skills. Any other tips? Boundaries. Uh, Not knowing what the boundaries were and just diving right in <laughs> and not talking about and, what yeah, boundaries are yeah yeah and just being like and me because i'm not very confrontational yeah um not knowing the boundaries not discussing them i just be like yeah this is fine meanwhile i'm just like this is fucking eating me up inside like yeah um because you couldn't talk about it or you feel like didn't know you didn't, how to talk didn't have about the words it. almost it didn't didn't understand how to put it into words just knew it didn't feel good right it was just like just didn't like it yeah um yeah, so my poly or our poly relationship was likely six months. Yeah, about six ish. Months. And then I got into the lifestyle from that for about two years and now I'm kinda of going back as a unicorn into the lifestyle, but more in a poly way, the friends with benefits and whatnot. Um so, so you're more looking for you're looking for like to have a connection with both. Mm-hmm. In that sense. Like my end game goal is definitely to have a primary partner but still be dabbling in the lifestyle. 
right. with, with, them, with them, with and without them. I don't think I could limit myself to ever agreeing to playing only with my partner in the lifestyle again. You got hooked by the lifestyle. It's, oh, I went down the rabbit hole. It's yeah. too much fun. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a respectful way to explore your sexuality. And it's safe. And so I guess like, there are there are some differences between poly and lifestyle, and I think we'll get into those a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But what did you really like? I guess what are like the best things to take away from a poly relationship? Like, what did you love the most? Yeah, loving multiple people, um, and, and not necessarily just the sex, but being able to love multiple people and be yes. like, yes, I can be yep. friends with you and love you, yep, and, yep. and you and you and you, and it's you all and okay, and, and it's all and everyone knows for different I love you I love you for yeah for X reasons I yeah. love you for Y reasons and it's not the same but it's just as beautiful yeah. and I appreciate you and I care good. about you you know and I so want to have like an experience with you and yeah. by the way <laughs> I have this going on over here too yeah. are you okay with that because yeah. if you're not then then we, then it's just not gonna work <laughs> yeah well, you found your boundary. You found your line. You're almost your hard rules. Yeah. Right? yeah. And it like it's the almost the same. In it's kind of interesting because Polly, I I don't necessarily say that Polly is that much different than the lifestyle for us. Yeah. Right. We're looking for friends, and you know, sex is just a cherry on the top. This is what you know. We try to find these people that we can be friends with and hang out with and be vanilla with, mm-hmm. and yet still have this little dirty little secret. Yeah. You know? But. For us, it's like that's just becomes the bonus, and that's kind of what Polly almost is in a yeah. sense. Is what you guys are saying? What like what I'm listening to is that yeah. it's all about finding the inner balance between three different people, which mm-hmm. is fucking hard to do, right? It which is, is in the lifestyle too. Imagine trying to get four and then yeah. five and six and morsums and orgies and <laughs> organizing this whole thing. Like there was a girl that we met at one of our socials that was going to go to a gangbang with 26 guys. And 22 showed up. I was like, <laughs> I was, that for me is like, holy cow. That's a lot of cops. That's a lot of cops. That's <laughs> a lot of fun to me. <laughs> right. You know? I'm with this person. Like, yeah. Organized gang yeah. bangs. That's, but that's, that's, again, like, I think the whole lifestyle encompasses all these different types of relationships. And it kind of goes into the whole point of, like, nobody wants to fit into one single box. No. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't. I mean, they're really... Oh, it, labels drives me crazy. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's so like like I don't know how somebody can put yourself into a box that just tells you that just because of this description of what this word means, this is what you're limited to. Yeah, and I'm like, I uh, I don't like I that. Know. Like people like message me and they're like. Um, so we only play with single women. Are we still swingers? And I'm like, being a swinger is like. Being in the lifestyle. There's no box. There's, There's no nothing box. to fit in. Well, that's the reason why we're in this lifestyle is because we're trying to fit outside the normal box. It's yes. like you can't start creating boxes inside. Yeah. However, the I do feel like people need something in order to like share what they are. Yeah, well, that's hard. And but even if you, if you want to, again, that's like but completely like personal choice. Even coming up to like my parents, right? Like, what am I going to say? Like, I'm in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still a label. Like, yeah. I, Otherwise, they don't understand it if I'm like, yeah. we just have sex and make friends with people who we have yeah. sex with. Well, yeah. They're I, like, what? <laughs> they need a definition. Yeah. Yeah. 
something I, to I guess you could go with like I'm I'm in an open relationship and this is what that means to me and then yeah. you communicate what it is that and that's uh, what we always do that, yeah and that's why we're advocates for the lifestyle is because that's what we do is yeah. we're like oh this is what it is but this is what it is for us mm-hmm. right? right and what we do as swingers is not what a lot of people do no a lot of people are just want to just down to fuck and yep. hook up and wham bam thank you ma'am and that's okay mm-hmm. that's, oh, like you know, we've, we've done that. it we we've did it we loved it we loved yeah. it yeah it was great and, and some people go do it fuck more like, so it's great awesome it's labels are <laughs> they have their place they're, at times though yeah and they're just they're gray area yeah they're they shouldn't be black and white yeah, yeah. it's just a gray area to help you be able to communicate because we're human beings. We need words to mm-hmm. communicate yeah. what we are in our lives right now. Mm-hmm. So a quick one. What was the most challenging thing you found by being in a poly relationship? Unexpected jealousy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, unexpected jealousy. So now go down that path. Jealousy. Talk about it. What was it um, like? I, I am... <laughs> I am not worried whatsoever about my partners and um, but for some reason when um, I can't even really like like it just hits you like a ton of bricks like a freaking freight train let me tell you and then you're like whoa whoa wait wait a minute where is this coming from why am I feeling awareness right now like yeah and then but before I never used to do that it used to just drive me crazy mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I started to, to flip my my brain and started thinking the other way like okay what is this trying to teach me um, what, what are you learning about yet? yourself exactly yeah what's what's the trigger yeah what's the actual trigger mm-hmm. yeah moment, and see right? we even talk about yeah. that in the lifestyle exactly. it's the same thing yeah. you're yeah. if if you don't think at some point in the lifestyle or in any one of these relationships that you're going not going to experience some sort of jealousy and it may come across as like almost envious like I've always said it like this that it, when I ever felt jealous I always looked at it as like I was only jealous because I wanted to be in her position the other way around right like mm-hmm. if she had multiple guys around her mm-hmm. I always wanted to be in that position with multiple girls mm-hmm. so I would like necessarily be jealous that maybe I wasn't well, I was still there, mm-hmm. but it was more like maybe I'm just envious because I just want to be in that position the other that way around, and why yeah. not? Like you know, and then still be in that frame of mind to be like, well, this is what she wants, and we've already we've talked about it and gone through all that, so you know that's what we did. But yeah, at jealousy the same time, is a, a weird. It's a weird topic. It's yeah, like especially. the number one topic, like in in pretty much all of this. It it's, is. It's, I get asked yeah, questions. Jealousy. It's it derives from your own insecurities. So. Yeah. And so it's digging deep yeah. into figuring out why you're getting triggered by it. Yeah. What's going on? I mean, something could trigger me. Could trigger jealousy in me one week, and then two weeks later, it doesn't even you know bother me yeah and it could be because of like stress at work really like it could be something like that it could be because I had an old boyfriend who did something to me and you know that triggers jealousy yeah I mean at the end of the day it's healing that that's right and And becoming peace with yourself yeah talking about it saying you know when this happens, I do feel a little bit jealous. So maybe we need to take this slow with, with that kind of interaction or whatever is happening. Mm-hmm. And 
and just kind of go from there and just, you know, slowly feel, walk. Well, feel the waters, right? Yeah, like, again, exactly. Always test the waters. Test the waters. Um, I guess we have a little bit of time here. Um, I think that one uh, thing that I actually wanted to ask was, um, when looking for potential suitors, um, do you, how quickly do you tell them that you are polyamorous? Right away. Like within the first date? Within saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For I, potential suitors, like um, instantly, like yeah. do you identify on like dating sites as polyamorous? Yes, yes, I do. Is there a, is there a box for that? Yes, um, there is on like OkCupid. Um, I have well, I've only tried Tinder and OkCupid, and both of those, as far as I know, have um, have that option. Hmm. Hmm. What about Swinger? I think I think there was like they gave a full range of relationship um, things relationship. are changing yeah things are changing stuff. from when I was in the dating game like yeah. six seven years ago on yeah. Harmony well that's another thing <laughs> well and even like with all the relation, the way dating sites were on it's like sorry to cut you off but it was like it's like there's so many different things oh and yeah we have to cut to a quick commercial break sorry guys and uh, when we come back uh we're going to talk more about lifestyle and poly so stay tuned after the break you're listening to the sexy lifestyle talk radio network are you ready for your erotic journey Join host Lexi Silver every week for SDC's Seek, Discover, Create, The Radio Show. Whether you're new at this journey or well-traveled on the sexual road, we'll help you find your way with guest experts and hot topics about sex, relationships, and your health. You can also connect with the communities of SDC.com for even more advice and discussion. Listen every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Are you ready for clit whispering healthy talk? Tune in to the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show. Founded and hosted by Dr. Maffei Peraza Godoy and Dominique Caretzis, this program will answer all of your burning questions in a frank, casual, and uncensored manner. We'll tell you what we know and improve what you know. Turn the lights down, grab a hot cup of whatever, and join us every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time for the Get Mine Healthy Pleasure Radio Show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Welcome back to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. I'm, I'm James. <laughs> All right, so we're playing the game again. Uh, so we have two lovely ladies in the studio with us today, and we are talking about polyamorous relationships. And so now in this segment, I kind of wanted to talk about what the kind of like the fundamental differences, if you do see any differences between the lifestyle. Is there a difference between lifestyle and poly? Um, to me, there is a difference. 
uh, polyamory is definitely on a spectrum to me as well. Like you can kind of have it how I'm mm. viewing it, where it's quite a few friends with benefits. And then there's Kim's quad. So there's that. And how that varies to the lifestyle to me is the lifestyle is just showing up to the club. Like it's your intention behind that experience and how you maintain that friendship afterwards. And I would compare going to the lifestyle, like to the club, like no different than going to the bar for a one night stand. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, like that, there's a very big difference. And maybe that's why I'm so uncomfortable whenever I go to the lifestyle clubs, I'm like, I don't like this. Cause I know <laughs> the intention there for most people, which is totally yeah. fine. I'm totally on board for that. If you want to go to the club and fuck, go fuck your brains out. Um, but it's not for me. Cause I know they don't really care the next day. Yeah. And I, I, I care. <laughs> Got a lot of feelings. I think it, it's, the clubs are changing though. Well, I, I think they're becoming, well, even like a door is a door social club. Like it, they're becoming social and um, yeah, and it's becoming a little bit more uh, a becoming a social club, yet I don't know if the price point is there in a sense because I think that some clubs, I know they still have to make money, but I think that if you lowered your prices just a little bit for couples or members, I think you'd probably get more people coming because 60 bucks to go to a social when you could go to a bar is a little different, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So if the lifestyle is changing, I don't disagree that the clubs also need to change, mm -hmm. right? But social clubs yeah. are great. I think that I think that there's a whole point of it. And I, is there any polyamorous social clubs or even like lifestyle clubs? Do you know of, or do you know of poly groups that go? Um, Not that I know of. Personally. I know of. Um, I I know of a. I, I actually haven't gone to one in a really long time. Like the poly community here in Calgary is, is uh, it's it's pretty decent, um, but we don't have a whole lot of uh, a lot of we don't have a lot of people that are having these types of ringleaders. Like, we ha we don't really have that. <laughs> like what we do. starting the you conversation want, yeah, I definitely want to start the conversation I would love to like to have the con to have a place where people can go and you know sit down and, and talk about it like what but like just open discussions like challenges all challenges the and like all of it. like but I know that there there is a uh, there is a couple here in the city that have them um, only once every few months though. Oh. Like it's really it's really limited, really spaced out. Nobody's uh, taking the reins on it, so I don't know. It's interesting. It's, well, there always it's a lot of weight on the shoulders to be I, the one planning yeah. everything. Oh yeah, it's yeah. not easy. So. We, um, we know, like we've seen some of the planners of events that we go to and... We plan ourselves. Well, not even just us, <laughs> even the people, like the massive events, like NIN and even like, even to like the local parties, like Epic LS events, they, they all have these things where they constantly have a ton of people having to do so many different things and organizing is, it's not easy. No, it's no. not easy. But, okay, back to the differences between lifestyle and poly. <laughs> so I guess, like, there would be meetups, probably. Yeah. There would be, yeah. There would there be meetups. I mean, yeah. yeah do you think that at, like... Do you so think there's a difference, Kim, between lifestyle and poly? Yeah, and it's, uh, it, it's... It's that separation between um, having 
like for for me anyways i can't speak for everybody i can only speak for myself but my experiences with like swinging it's just a couple like they're like a couple that swing only together Mm -hmm. and with poly poly we can have like you can have whatever you want but with swinging it's just basically the, the the couple so that's my that's my interesting well and and it's kind of after all the talks that we've had already in this last like you know 45 minutes i think it's been honestly it sounds a lot like it takes a ton of communication to get to that point one Mm -hmm. and then you i but even like i think the whole relationship with multiple partners to be something that is very like out there because you're having to deal with so many different emotions and feelings <laughs> and all these different things that kind of come up a lot when even in just our relationship and the shit we have to constantly talk about and the, all the stuff that we have to go through and you know constantly like putting in the effort I can imagine how much effort it takes to have two partners let alone we're potentially three towards going into poly relationship is the time you have to do it because you want to yeah like you have to do it because you want to do it, or because you love multiple people yeah Mm -hmm. and because you love all of these people that are coming into Mm -hmm. your life right and it's and then like you said earlier it's a lifestyle lifestyler or somebody like you know kind of like us interested in pursuing more of a poly relationship what sort sort of advice would you have for them like starting out like as a couple yeah like if they're a couple and they're like well i think you know i'd be interested in having like a girlfriend or i'm i'm interested in a boyfriend communication 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 like you need to talk about it you need to talk about it some more and then you talk about it some more like and like what's your intention behind branching out like is this figure out your why yeah is this just sex or you know how far is this going is it you know so your boundaries what are your yeah. boundaries is it just you know partner a is going out and you know having a polyamory relationship with someone else because mm-hmm. you can have different variations of the poly too Definitely. like of your say hetero couple only one of them could be going or they could each be dating someone separately or or just dating one person together so there's like there's so like, many different and what, girls, what need are you yeah. trying so, to fill here like what do you actually want out of this what's your end game goal Right. Yes. Yeah. And so, if you were saying that, like, are, is there more rules in a poly relationship or less than like lifestyle? I have less. I have so I have no yeah. I have no boundaries when it comes to my what my partners can and cannot do. Yeah. Like I said before, the only thing that we have set in stone is we have the elevator pitch, which is we talk about our sexual health mm-hmm. and their sexual health beforehand. Great like, like mm-hmm. every like every. Every, every time you do it, yeah. Yeah. You do it should, well, it's just like consent. You have to yeah. establish it every time. Yeah, so we have that, and then we have use protection. So, and mm-hmm. fluid bonding is a big thing in poly relationships. So, mm-hmm. if you're if you're going to uh, go off and have a relationship with somebody else, that relationship develops and grows into something awesome, and you decide that you want to have unprotected sex with this person you need to talk about it with your partner yes. beforehand 100% mm-hmm. beforehand and 
have that discussion with them and be like, hey, this is how serious my relationship it's is. It's a getting. choice you make together. Yes, it's a yeah. choice that you make together so everybody is comfortable, everybody knows what's going on. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody's on the same page. Well, it's just, and it's safe. Exactly. And just to be like, safe, oh, 100%. Like, we all understand the risks of like the lifestyle we're in, we're in yeah. right? Like, we yeah. understand that there's a risk. And again, having multiple relationships, that could mean multiple people that you're having unprotected sex with mm-hmm. because it's a relationship. Yeah. It's right, like, and most people at, in their homes don't necessarily use protection. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. that do, yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, we don't together. So, we're I, fluid bonded. But, yeah. <laughs> But kind of that fluid bonding is almost like, again, like you said, it develops as a whole, its own entity. Yeah, we right? weren't for like the first like year of our relationship. We weren't. We used homes. Yeah. Well, right? that's fair. Well, for the, like the first three years. Yeah. Right? When we were just friends with benefits, we used condoms the whole time. Oh, yeah. Every time. But that was always my like hard and yeah. fast for me is a personal yeah. thing. I had a scare when I was 16 years old mm-hmm. and it freaked the fuck out of me and I said if I couldn't get it up or put a condom on I'm not doing it tonight <laughs> and I'll, I'm a very sexual person and that was really hard for me but it was just one of my hard and fast that I tried to stick to as much as humanly possible even though sometimes you know shit happens it gets lost in there shit happens <laughs> my rules actually yeah it does get lost. I always say shit happens especially when you party naked and you run backwards through a cornfield right <laughs> um <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, me and uh, my even we go so far as to have uh, my partners um, when they decide to start sleeping with somebody new. Like we go through like, OK, this is who I'm sleep or we don't say this is who I'm sleeping with. But we say um, this is like my deal. And some of some people that I'm interactive with might have like HSV or like a, a like herpes or something like that. So. So just so you know that this is what I'm at, and if you like, you need to you need to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, and again, I guess that's the communication aspect that we talked about um, when it comes to sexual health. It's it's something that needs to be brought up. Um, yeah. It's like it's that topic of conversation, even in the lifestyle, in every non-monogamous. It probably gets brought up more in poly relationships than in lifestyle relationships, actually. Now that I really think about it, mm-hmm. probably like I would say so. Yeah, why wouldn't it? I think that that's a very big topic, and I think that was great. Thank you guys for your sharing your thoughts. We're going to cut to another quick commercial break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about our IG questions that we have for you. So stay tuned after the break. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. 
It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throws of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. And you are listening to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. We are talking about poly relationships today, and this is the last segment, so you know what that means. IG questions. Thanks for saying that, James. Um, our first one actually was an email that we received, so James and me are going to answer this one, and then you ladies are going to take the reins after for the rest of them. So I'll just read it for you. How do you two view playing with a couple or single that identifies as polyamorous and does it make you nervous that they may be open slash seeking feelings to develop more than a traditional swinger would be? I guess I always look at it like what happens if you, poly swinger, falls in love with my partner? He might not feel the same way, but it makes things more complicated and isn't necessarily a position I want to put my relationship in. I think that, that <laughs> whoa, that is a loaded one. I think that um, the whole dynamic of it is, but wouldn't, you, but wouldn't you still be in love with that person? Like you, technically, if that's somebody you're playing with, and from our point of view, that would be somebody that you potentially could love. What if they fell for you? Like, what if you fell for them and they loved your partner? Like, I don't, from my point of view, it's like, I think that you're already going down the path of that. When you're putting your relationship it could happen with in the lifestyle. A unicorn, mm-hmm. right? It like could a happen unicorn. in the lifestyle. Yeah, a unicorn could, could happen regardless of the A single label. male could totally just rock her world and yeah. like, steal her from under me. Actually, I had that question today. Um, we were we were doing. I was doing an interview on the phone, and she asked me if I was afraid of you leaving me for somebody else. And I was like, Well, why would I ever want to keep you? staying with me if you love somebody else? Like, yeah, go like you're a free bird. I would never want to make you stay in the relationship with me. So I guess it really doesn't make a difference. We've never well, really... Well, I think that if you... If you has it, has, has, does it make a difference to you? No. no I, my, my love, as I said, my love for you is unconditional. The, the love I have for you is insurmountable. I don't think I could ever love another person the way that's the reason why polyamorous wouldn't work for me. Because I feel like I love you so much. But I love everybody that's all... Everybody from the lifestyle. I love everybody. But the love I have for her is different. And I think that, um, I don't know, like, if you're not willing to put your relationship at risk, I think that this person, I think if you're not willing to put your relationship at risk, then maybe the lifestyle necessarily isn't for you because I think every time you're still putting your relationship at risk, somebody may fall for somebody else. 
Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it has happened in. Uh, it can happen have, in the vanilla world. Exactly. Yeah. Like let's be real. This can right? happen like, anywhere. People you can, can meet and click. Yeah, and it work. just works. Yeah, right. And like, why is it it's so fives. wrong? It's all. It's all. It's, yeah, and, and it's, it's not. So wrong. It's not. Like, but I think that when she, when she's, she's not polyamorous. No, I, I get that. It isn't necessarily a position I want to put my relationship in, and I yeah. think that. But I think that at any point, if you are open in an open, consensual, non-monogamous relationship, and that includes polyamory, yeah. that includes swinging. open swinging, that includes triads, that includes foursomes, and that includes like literally just swapping with only two people, like actually dating another couple, yeah. I think that you're always going to have a risk of somebody potentially falling for somebody else. I think that the steps you need to take, though, are the communication aspects of making sure that you are communicating like that you are my primary that this is how it is and in a sense so that for you and then you can communicate that yeah I'm more on the uh, compersion side like when I see my partners with somebody else I get excited for them yeah I'm happy for them like they're getting to experience something that's different Um, that's exactly what I said on the phone today too I'm like it's hot watching him with a woman that he clicks with like Mm -hmm. that's sexy to me yeah right (laughs) it's I mean it doesn't have to be the end of the world um, if your well, partner, yeah. if your partner okay. uh, falls in love yeah. with somebody else, um, like, like, yeah, I just, I just want them to have the best experiences that they can have. It's and, the number one reason why most people in the lifestyle. Exactly. And it's because they want to see their partner fulfilled and happy. Yeah. And that's exactly. the, and the different ways that the lifestyle can do that yeah. is quite cool. So let's get to the questions. So some of these questions we have kind of already covered. Um, one was, how do you deal with jealousy of your partners, which we kind of talked about, unless you guys want to add anything else about jealousy? No, no we kind of... It's an emotion you're going to have to understand. Okay. Yeah. What if I get attached to someone after sharing, which is kind of what Polly is? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, yeah. Well, you know... Right? I don't really get the question. What if I get attached to somebody after being like, with Like, what if you fall in love with somebody? Like, you're in a relationship? No, like, you have sex with them, and then you get attached to them. So you get attached, and you, you pursue it. I, well, I, <laughs> okay, next, <laughs> next question. How did you come out as polyamorous? Oh... How did you start identifying as it? Like, I do you, don't think I ever have because I've never had to come out and say, hey, I'm straight, I'm in a monogamous relationship, so I don't think I've ever felt the need to be like, hi, I'm bisexual, I'm polyamorous. I just be. <laughs> I like that. that literally <laughs> on my arm, just, just be. That's pretty much how it happened for yeah. me, too. I mean, I did come out to... Um, I did come out to my mom, and my mom did not take it very well. Really? <laughs> yeah, she was like, "That's that's disgusting." So, what? Yeah, I'm like, oh mom, my god. I'm like, mom, just just don't. So everyone's we, gonna have their wow. opinions, right? Yeah. So, but I mean, my dad, my dad, he uh, he tells me that whatever makes you happy, babe. So. That's good. Yeah, At least whatever when. makes you happy. And I mean, I don't hide it online. No. Like I'll post up a link of of some poly site that I really like that has a good notice. Like that has good stuff. I just post it. I'm yeah. like it's I don't hide it. Yeah. But I, I don't go after telling everybody about it though. I don't advertise it but I don't yeah. hide it. Like my yeah. Facebook I don't hide it. It is what I mean, it is. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's there. I'm not I don't everybody I work but with. But I am aware of my audience though. Like yeah. I you know, I know I have certain people on my Facebook that if they were to see certain things, 
you know, you your career at Jeopardy, career or even certain family members, you know, who have different backgrounds that would simply not be comfortable. Like I don't go at any great lengths to hide it, but I don't advertise it. It is there if you look for well, it. it, or if you just talk the, to me. I think, it's I think that's with any, that's with anybody. That's yeah. even in the lifestyle, right? Like <laughs> we, yes, yeah, it's we, pretty much all, all out there in the lifestyle too, because you see people in the community, yeah, like, mess, commenting on photos and stuff, and you're right? like, yeah. I would say out of every, like, I don't know, out of 10 friends, nine of them are in the lifestyle or aware of it that I'm in it. Like, as far as my friends go, everybody knows. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I have many vanilla friends anymore. (laughs) no that that's that's a good point like yeah even to say that like once you find your tribe again the energy i've said this before people search their entire lives to find a community Mm -hmm. of a group of people where they feel like they belong and if the polyamorous community is where you feel like you belong identify as poly and find the friends i guess that's kind of the next question is where do you find people that are poly like are there specific sites facebook groups um there's like there's our local Facebook groups, um, like like I know for swingers we have like Cassidy, yeah, we have SDC. Are are those also sites that you would use? Mm, I'm not familiar with those. No, I've never heard of them either. I actually oh. don't really. Um, I so don't really no. go after that <laughs> stuff. No, I don't really go after that stuff though. I don't I really just, like the online dating. So I'm, I'm not into more online for dating. Me, how I've been meeting people is by knowing people, being yeah. like, "Hey, I'm a unicorn now, and I want to meet new people. So introduce me to people you know that are solid." So how do you meet those people? Going if you're not like already in, in like if you're yeah, yeah. Like coming to your socials i've met more people trying to find me yeah groups. like you have to put yourself out there you can't just be like i'm gonna sit here and it's gonna come to because you because you said you didn't go to clubs yeah so how I, else would you meet exactly meet so i don't i don't like clubs so how i meet people is your socials the su socials um because i have been in the lifestyle before i do know people already okay yeah. for somebody who doesn't know absolutely anybody get an online profile get an online profile <laughs> yeah and, and start meeting, and start meeting people. people yeah and like you have to weed them out like yeah. you have to and really, really trust weed them out instinct. trust your because well, polyamory is a, is a whole another spectrum that mm-hmm. kind of goes to a different point like as I said like it's not something that I'm interested in but mm-hmm. those that are down that path I applaud you for the time that you put in to two different relationships to potentially three different relationships like yes. it's I, I like we have enough time to run two businesses with a bunch of side jobs and a bunch yeah. of stuff and then have enough time for each other like I couldn't imagine and then the lifestyle how thin <laughs> your time becomes and I guess my my big question that I want to I, I would like to know is is like how do you identify that the, this time is the primary time for this partner and like kind of like this time is this for this partner do you split it up as in days or do you you talk about like we have to see each other one day a week when me kim and the other gent were in our little triad that was actually one of the challenges we had yeah how do you structure this time yeah and at one point it was literally every other day it was trading off you were with someone it was i was with you or i was with him we're usually together two nights a week and it gets exhausting it was exhausting so i think that circles around to what's your why like why are you doing it and how much time can you actually commit to them and be realistic about it 
Yeah. And and that varies person to person. Like I very much so need my alone time. So even as in a relationship as a whole, I can't be with someone who needs me 110% of the time. Yeah. You have to be a very independent person where we can yeah. connect and it's not so it's yeah. not interdependent, interlocking. It's very free flowing and you know, we meet when we can. So yeah, that's pretty much how it works. For me and within that, I prioritize myself like I'm queen, I'm come first and then I'll meet your needs. Yeah. So that's sometimes how that actual relationship looks, it doesn't look like we're spending a lot of time together. It may look, you know, we see each other once a week. So it yeah, your intention behind the relationship and how that actually looks in your life could be two different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I rambled. Well, awesome. no, that's great. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we're gonna wrap up the show here. Again, thank you guys so much for sharing your insight into the polyamorous world. Yeah, I uh, loved it. That was a good show. This yeah, was great. Nice. I think that it's gonna give our viewers some a different perspective on kind of like the lifestyle that we all talk about and yeah. live yeah. every day. <laughs> so, yeah, awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Go down rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we are heading to uh, Young Swingers Week uh, this next week. So our next episode will probably be about Young Swingers Week. Uh, you can catch us live on Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific you on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. And until then, keep it sexy. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to thesexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Monday at 5 p.m. on the West Coast and 8 p.m. on the East Coast on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.